Okay, what's going on, everybody? It's the fucking Myrtle Beach Nerd back here, and it's Tuesday, February 12th, 2019. Another podcast for that ass. Anyway, uh, I'm here to talk about a couple of things that are on my mind, but first, I wanted to talk about a couple of milestones we hit on the podcast. We are almost, and by the time this is listened to by a few of you, we should be hopefully at a thousand downloads right now. Right now, we're currently just shy uh, of a thousand downloads. And that's pretty good for a podcast that doesn't get any love from Apple or Podbean or any of the other uh, platforms out there. It's just been me posting a lot of Reddit links, and I've noticed a few of the comments saying that they found me on Reddit, and I appreciate that. Hopefully you guys stick around and listen to some more. And there's a couple other ways I've been posting out there. I know some of you guys see me posting on uh, Twitter and things like that, and hopefully some word of mouth, and hopefully that's you know something that's going to keep continuing people passing the podcast along to others if they do so choose and if they like the show. Um, yeah, so, so that's a little milestone right there. We're almost at a thousand. Uh, we do have over a hundred comments now and those are, you know, all five stars, which I appreciate a lot. Um, hundred, hundred, uh, you know, 102 now, I think we are at, and they're all five star, which is pretty impressive for a podcast. I mean, there's so much negativity out there in the world and, uh, it's nice to see some people enjoying the show and just enjoying what we say. Um, and it's also the 10th episode right now, the podcast I'm doing right now, <clears throat> just so happens to be a solo podcast. Uh, the, the nerd ed is waiting for our Friday podcast. So we're just getting things prepared for that one. We're going to talk about some stuff on that one. Not going to spoil it just yet. You can go back and listen to the other podcast. You want to hear a quick little preview. This one is about me, the nerd. I like talking about shit. I like talking some things, you know, um, just going through my head and today got some stuff on my mind. Uh, it's, it's just about me in general and not really about me cause I'm not really that interesting, but just how I feel about things like people in general. I know I've gone into, you know, a lot of anger and rage in the past about just, just stupid issues, things like that. But I'm going to go into why I hate people. And I know it's a trendy thing to say, oh, I hate people, I hate people. And it's people with the most friends that are saying they hate people. You know, it's it's just something to say at this point. But I truly and genuinely hate people. Um, just everybody. Uh, it, it, it's tough. I, of course, I love my family, my inner circle, because that's who I choose to talk to. And I still haven't found the source of this, like where it came from, why I hate people as much as I do. But... I just do. I mean, it's fucking terrible. Like, like if I'm if I'm at a store, and and I'm with the nerdette and the family, and we're at like a Walmart or something, I, I feel sick because there's so many people around, and it's just like everything people do, it, it irritates me. It it just does, and and I know like hatred they say comes from narcissism, but I I really don't feel narcissistic. I don't feel like I'm better than anybody else. I just don't like people. I don't want to involve or invite people into my life. I don't like people getting personal with me. I don't like small talk. I don't like, you know, people joking around with me unless it's something that I initiate. I don't want like, I, I don't know. I, I just, I just don't want any kind of rapport, any relationship with people at all in any sense. And it's, it's starting to lead me to go down a little dark path internally. Not like, you know, I'm going to go do bad things or horrible things, but it's just like, I, I internalize a lot of how I feel and this podcast, like I said, is very therapeutic for me. I said that in the past, and it helps out a lot just to get it out there and to talk about it. But internally, I just feel like, I don't know, it's like, like I, I feel a lot of pressure in my chest, a lot of anxiety. And I guess that comes from my hatred of everything and everybody. It, it sucks because, like, we'll be sitting there watching TV, and, like, a song will come on. Oh, I fucking hate this song. I hate this fucking person. And that's exactly what happens. It's, it's like that 24-7 living with me. And it's like these things trigger some kind of negative emotion inside of me that leads to angst and anger and things like that. But it's not like I act on it. Like, I, I don't go crazy. It's, it's just how I feel. And I don't think there's any cure for that. I don't think there's any medication, even though they tried that in the past, 
Um, just something like that, just to calm me down a little bit, because I, I don't know, it's just like, I feel like a pressure in my chest, I just feel anger, and I just, I don't know, I just get, I just get mad and pissed off sometimes, it's just, I don't think it's normal, because I've never heard of anyone else having that, and if you have, um, uh, please feel free to email me at MyrtleBeachNerds with an S at gmail.com, I would like to talk to you, I mean, just to kind of get that out there, we could talk about it together, and just, I just want to see how other people feel and how they cope with it. Because I don't think I, I don't, I don't think I can go on forever living like this. I mean, I think I'm gonna die young because I'm gonna have this fucking my chest is gonna explode one day with just with just rage. Who knows, man? It's just I don't know. I think I said this before in the podcast. If the Incredible Hulk was real and I had gamma radiation, I'd be the Hulk 24/7. There's your nerd reference for the day. Um, but it's like many situations in life. Like since I was a child in school, I I always had friends in school. I always did. I didn't hate people the way I do now. And it kind of kind of leads me to believe that like once I became an adult and had to start doing adult things like working in jobs is when I got exposed to a lot more people of different different uh, backgrounds I guess and things like that with, with just a whole different life just lifestyles in general you know it's when you're in school you kind of grow up with the people around you you become familiar with them and you know them you know you, you have relationships with them and it's been bonded from a young age so it's kind of like you're used to them and you don't have to deal with a lot of the things you deal with with random strangers on the street. So I guess when I started working, and I was working at a supermarket, my first like I guess like real job. It was a, it was a part-time job, and I was young. But you start dealing with people, and they were adults, and I I don't know. I guess like a lot of resentment comes from them just coming to the store demanding things and shit like that, and just just being assholes. And then you realize it's like wait, people are really like this. When you start getting exposed, you know, to other people and things like that from different backgrounds and shit. And I guess that's probably where it started stemming from. And just working in general, it's, it's over the years, it's gotten progressively worse. And it's to the point now where I just don't want to socialize with people because I feel solace in the fact that when I punch my card and go home, these people are essentially dead to me. Like I, I don't have to deal with them. And I, I think that's a huge, uh, like plus for me and just leaving. It's, it's, it's awesome. Like that feeling you get when you know that you're off for a couple of days or you got a vacation or something like that. And you don't have to talk to people. Maybe that's part of the problem, too, is, like, I have to do it when I'm at work, and it sucks. Sure, you can get through it because it's something that you have to do, and it pays the bills, and you understand that. You understand how it pays the bills, and you know what you got to do. But it's like you feel like you're almost wasting your life because my life, as far as paradise would be for me, would be to essentially never have to talk to anybody else again unless I chose to. So for me, it's like if I go somewhere... And there's people there and I initiate the conversation. That's something I choose to do. So it doesn't bother me. But if you're standing there somewhere and you're at a place of business and someone comes up to you and asks you stupid questions and starts like asking things of you, I don't know why it does, but it, it just makes me hate them. I don't know what it is. It's, and it's, it's not like I hate my job because I don't, I, I truly do not hate the job I currently have, which I will not name because that's not, that's not what I'm going to do. But, you know, in past jobs in general, it's been the same way. Like, I, I don't necessarily hate any of my jobs. I hate people. I hate, I just hate dealing with them. I said it before, you know, I, if, if there was a job where I could be, like, behind a, a desk somewhere, just typing away in a computer without ever having to talk to anybody else, that'd be perfect. Actually, if there was a job where I could be, like, a grave digger or something, that'd be great, too, because, I, I mean, I'd rather be around a bunch of smelly corpses than actual real people, because I, would, I, would, I just would enjoy their company more, to be honest with you. Um, working with animals or something like that would be fucking cool because even though animals, you know, they have their own minds of their own, they don't talk, you know, I'd be okay with that. Barking dogs or meowing cats, I'm okay with. I just, I, I don't know what it is about people. Maybe the fact that they're all naive and egotistical and they've got their own agendas and nothing seems genuine or feels genuine. I just see through their bullshit. 
it, it, it just makes it so hard to like anybody. And we've talked about this before in the podcast with like neighbors and shit like that. I hope you guys enjoy the stories, you know, talk about the neighbors and people in the neighborhood and things like that. It's just like, I, I, I just, I just don't want anything from anybody. No relationships of any kind. I just don't want it. And it seems like people try to get in harder when they realize that that's, that there's a lot of pushback in your part, basically. So if someone like, and people are very empathetic, like they can kind of like feel what other people are feeling and they get the wrong reads a lot of the times with me in general, they'll think that like I'm pushing back because I'm shy, which I'm not. I'm actually the exact opposite. I can pretty much jump into a conversation and fake it, which is where my next point is going to go into in a minute. But people feel like, oh, I got to take care of this guy or something like that. And they just feel like they can fix me or change me in some way. And I just don't like them, man. I really don't. There's people now that I fucking can't stand that I have to see on a daily basis, but they would never know it because I'm pretty good at hiding that shit, you know? And I get along with like everybody, you know, for the most part, but it's all fake on my part. I, I just, I just don't know. And this is not a knock on anybody. It's just, I just don't know how to be around people. I think in my advanced age, I, I just, I just stopped caring. Something died inside me and it's hard for me to have a genuine like or appreciation of anybody. You know, it's, it's not them. It's, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> I guess, I, I, I guess that's what I would say. But I mean, my next point was, was like faking it. And you know what you have to do in life. You get up and you go to your job every day. And what you do is you know you have to do something and you have to do it well. Otherwise, you're not going to get your job. Luckily for me, I do my job well. You know, I, I uh, hit my quotas and things like that. So I don't have anything to worry about performance-wise. It's just me internally, how I can continue doing what I'm doing before I have like an aneurysm or a nervous breakdown or something just because my mental state of mind. Now, I mean, it's not going to happen anytime soon. I'm, I mean, I could probably do this for the rest of my life and never have an issue because I'm really good at internalizing things and keeping my, my emotions in check. But it's like just people in general, it's really hard. You have to fake liking somebody. Like there's people in my life and in my past where I've, I've been acquaintances of for a couple of years, but I never really liked the person. And I've, and I've had like bad thoughts about them. Like how much I hated them over the years, you know? And it's just one of those things where like, they have no idea because I'm really good at hiding it. And that's why people call me Dexter all the time because it's like, you know, Dexter would go to work and, uh, you know, he would have these relationships with everybody. He thought he was a great guy, social guy, you know, he was life of the party sometimes. And, and internally he held this deep secret. He didn't really feel that way. It's just how, how he projected himself because people had this image of him and he wanted to live up to it. Kind of like you're playing a part in life, you know, it's like you're an actor in your own life and you have to play the part of yourself but you're really not yourself. That's how I feel a lot of times too. It's like, I feel like I have to be this guy and I'm really not that guy when I'm, when I'm in a place of business or in a social setting. I just, I just don't know how to be myself to the point where I've been playing this role for so long. I don't know who the fuck I am anymore. And it's like, I've been embracing my, 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 you know, lack of empathy and my, my, my mental, um, capacity, I guess, or my mental illness, I've been embracing it more over the few years and actually the people that I currently work with know me better than anybody else and they don't know me at all, which is weird. Like in my previous places of employment, I was just faking a role my entire life. Like I was this fun loving, happy guy and like to joke around and shit. But now it's like, I've been embracing it and it's, no, I'm just a fucking nutcase, but I, you know, I do my job and I do it well. So whatever. I mean, I, I, I guess it just goes with age. You got to find who you are and kind of just be yourself, whatever, whoever that is anymore. And I'm very cerebral. Um, I'm just kind of mumbling now, but when I'm laying in bed at night, I have this conversation with myself sometimes too. And 
it's good to get it out there on get it out there on wax or whatever they call this shit now where you're putting it out and record i forgot what the old 80s terminology was for the beastie boys i think coined that term but yeah um i'm just laying in bed sometimes and i have thoughts and just talks with myself talks with other people sometimes they're arguments which is fucking weird sometimes i'm having arguments with people that you really get along with uh, on a professional level uh, people you haven't even met before or people you didn't meet in passing just having arguments with them and just conversations it's almost like you're having a debate you know and like the left side of the brain is fighting with the right side of the brain and you're just going along with the ride, you know, and trying to find out who you are. But I mean, if I had to summarize, if someone put a gun to my head and say, hey, who the hell are you? I would say I'm just a guy who likes to be left alone, um, doesn't hate anybody, just doesn't have any uh, ill will towards anybody, I don't have any resentment towards anybody. I just really wish that there was like a button I can press to make everyone forget about me, you know, except for my my immediate family, my wife and kids. Uh, that to me that would be paradise just hitting a reset button and no one knows who i am because then i wouldn't have to talk to them uh, and that's how i honestly feel you know it's, it's this isn't made up for a podcast i'm not playing a character right now that's just exactly how i feel if i can hit a reset button like uh, that little men in black device and say hey you never heard of this person uh, or being me obviously i mean i would do that right this second and not have any regrets about it just start fresh it would just be awesome. And I know some, you know, I, I kind of wish a psychiatrist would hear this podcast and be able to try to, like, oh, well, uh, this is what's wrong with this guy. Uh, he just, uh, you know, uh, he's just narcissistic because that's the word we like to throw around in cases like this or something like that. You know, I would just really like to have someone dissect me one day. I would love to lay on the fucking couch somewhere, comfy preferably, and, you know, just get dissected and just be like, hey, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? You know, why does he, I mean, I, I, I mean, the title of this podcast is I Hate Everyone. I really don't hate everyone. I just don't want to deal with anybody else. I, I, I guess that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is, you know? Like, are we really who we say we are? It's like we've been playing these roles for however many years old you are, and you've been playing it for that long, and it's like you kind of lose touch of who you are. And Don't want to go down that path again, but it's true. Like, is anybody exactly who they present themselves as? Everyone's got skeletons in the closet. That one's been thrown around a lot. It's a great analogy because it's true. I mean, there's people out there who've got shit that they just don't want anyone else to know about them. They keep that to themselves or maybe a close loved one or a confidant or something like that. But like, are, but I mean, if you meet 10 people today, those 10 people aren't exactly that person they're betraying themselves as. There's a couple of people that, you know, I, I've met before. There's big sports fans, you know, so they got to be the sports guy. Talk about sports 24-7. Are they just playing a role like, hey, I'm a sports guy, I have to do this, or I got to act a certain way, I got to throw the pigskin around, or bring you out back and hit the baseball, you know? Like, is, is that does that person really enjoy doing that, or are they playing a role? Is this person a constant comedian making jokes, or I mean, does he ever get tired of doing that, or is he just doing it because he feels like he's got to make people laugh all the time? It's like, is, is that really who you are, or is there someone else? Is there someone else begging to get out, like the real you? You know, you got you got to think about that. And, kind of come to grips with who you are and just be that person. Maybe the world would be a lot better if people weren't hiding behind their own skin, you know? Just be some, be somebody else. Be yourself. I don't know. It's absolutely crazy. <laughs> but it's like, how do you be yourself without problems in life? I mean, that's another thing, too. The kind of guy that I am, I mean, I keep going back to myself because I don't have anyone else here to talk to right now because I prefer to do my own podcast once a week just so I can get my thoughts out there and see if there's anyone else like me. I mean, how do you be yourself, though? It's like, let's say if I let my inner self out, the person I think I am right now, 
per, I mean, the person I know I am, at least to this extent, I know I don't like talking to people. I don't like having relationships or having small moments with people. I just don't want those moments in my life. So I know that's me. I know that's exactly how I am. So, I mean, like if people came up to me and started talking or like came and sat down with me or something while I'm eating lunch, I mean, how can I not have a problem by saying, hey, uh, I'd rather be by myself. Can you go away? They're going to look at me and it's going to cause a conflict or a confrontation for the most part. Unless they're an actual decent human being, say, all right, fine, see you later. And just walk away. Or like if someone starts talking about something that I have no interest in talking to them with and I can feel my anger rising as they're talking to me and I'm playing that role of being the person that talks back to you. I mean, can I tell them to go fuck off or I don't have any interest in talking to you? Is there a nice way to say that? I mean, is there a nice way to say that without sounding like a piece of shit and causing a conflict? I mean, there's always going to be a problem in life. Life is full of conflicts and compromise and things like that. I just don't want that in my life. And the way to do that is by erasing people out of, out of my life. So like I was just saying, if someone comes and sits down with me, like let's say if I'm out having lunch at a Chick-fil-A or something and all the seats are taken and someone comes and sits down with me and say, hey, sir, mind if I sit here? I can't just say, no, go fuck off because, I mean, that's just going to cause a problem. Or like, no, I'd rather be alone, you know, or no, I'm sick or something like that. It's just like, that's going to be off-putting to that person, you know, and, it, and it's going to cause more problems for me somehow, some way down the end, because it's just, that's just how my luck plays out. Maybe, I don't know, but someone comes over to you and let's, let's say you're, you're at work and you're, you know, doing your own thing, waiting for something to happen, you know, in, in downtime or something. Hey, uh, you watch, did you watch the football game last night? Sure you did. But you don't want them to know that you did because you don't want to talk to them. It's like, no, no, I don't watch football. So basically, you're lying and creating a person because you're not being who you who you want to be. So if you're a football fan and someone comes up to you and says, hey, you watch football? No, I don't watch football. Because like now you're putting on an extra layer of skin that's basically, you know, like hiding who you truly are, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's just like you're always playing a role in life no matter what, like I said before, and you got to find out who you really are. But you can't be who you really are because if you are, that can cause problems in your life, especially if you're a... You're an off-putting, don't want to talk to anybody, self-absorbed asshole, I guess, like myself, if that's what I even am. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm just trying to analyze myself, you know, a little bit here. But yeah, I mean, is is there a way you can do that? And like I said, at MyrtleBeachNerds at gmail.com is the email address to send, you know, just some feedback on this one. Because I, I would really be curious, of all the podcasts we've done so far, all nine of them, this being the 10th, I would really like to know how you guys feel about this one and just give me some feedback because I really want to know what's going on more than any other podcast. This is the one I want to get your feedback on. Like, just give me, just give me some advice. I'm looking for some advice here. Like how, how do you be yourself without getting a problem in life? Like the way that I am, because you guys know me, I'm opening up here. Can I be myself without having any issues? I mean, there, there was a guy that came over to the house that one day, I don't know why the hell the guy rang the doorbell. He was like the leader of the neighborhood. I told the story already. He knocked on the door and rang the doorbell. We didn't answer the door. I I think I was in another room and I didn't feel like getting up. But I did get up eventually and I ran to the door and he was driving by and he stopped his car when he saw me open the front door. And he starts getting on his car. Hey, can I talk to you for a minute? I said, no, I'm not in the mood and closed the door. The guy took off. And that was empowering for me because I wasn't at a place of business. I did not have to talk to that person. So maybe I'm looking for control. I don't know. And the only way I can control who I talk to and who I don't talk to is when I'm in my own personal private time. So, I mean, I do have goals in life and shit like that to get to that point where I can have that all the time. But I mean, like right now, it does feel a little good. It's like my little slice of heaven to have that, you know. 
But it, but like I said, if you guys have any explanations to what the fuck I'm talking about, <laughs> or any kind of feedback or suggestions or anything like that, please, MyrtleBeachNerds with an S at gmail.com. Send it there. Um, so, like, just going back to that last point, though, there, there, it's like situational hatred. In my personal life, I don't have as much hate as I do in my professional life or my school life or anything like that. Well, <clears throat> sorry, I had to clear my throat there. But when I was in school, I was, I was a life of the party, and, and you know, the person I am now, Joe Rogan has a little thing that he says where the, the frontal lobe hasn't developed until you're 25, and that's the part that controls your behavior and your attitude, like who you are in life, basically. So, and, and interestingly enough, that's about the time my whole attitude and outlook and perspective on life changed. From the age of like, you know, zero to 24, I was really like friendly with people. I went out to parties. I, I had I had a lot of them at my own house. I had people come over all the time. We had good things and good times, you know, uh, did a lot of cool party stuff, I guess, whatever the hell that even is anymore. But I was very personable. I was out of my house every day doing something with somebody. You know, when I wasn't working, I was doing something with people. Just always involved, always included, including people, myself, and just doing shit, you know. Whenever Friday came up or whenever my day off was back then, it was always, hey, man, you coming over? You coming over? Hey, can we come over? Can we do this? Can we do that? And there would be a group of people I liked having people around me. And once I turned 25... I mean, I, I guess I had like a slap in the face of life or maybe that's when the brain fully formed and I was like, all right, this is who you really are in life. This is what you're going to be going forward. I, I, I just had a moment where I just stopped caring and I just stopped going out as much, stopped doing this and stopped doing that. And then I moved away. And when I moved away, I had this, this awesome feeling of just being anonymous, like no one knew who I was. And then I questioned myself, did I really like those people or was I just playing a role? And that's where this whole thing comes from. That's where I go full circle on this podcast. And I kind of felt like maybe that's what really happened. Maybe I just said, you know what, I'm not that person. And I just, I, I just turned around and I'm just, I'm just not that anymore. So, I mean, maybe I'm who I was always supposed to be. Maybe this, all these words I've said, all this hot air and carbon monoxide I've been expelled from my mouth is exactly that bullshit. You know, I, I just, I just, I just don't know. I'm just speaking out loud at this point, you know, it's all situational. Like, but then, you know, going into work life, I, that's when I really started to like dislike just dealing with people in general and started having this me versus them mindset, I guess, because they would come in and come into the store that I would work at at the time. And People would ask her dumb questions, and you deal with escalations and bullshit like that. You know, I was working at Walmart customer service for a while, and I worked Best Buy customer service for a while, and it's just like you're dealing with people's bullshit, and people don't understand anything in life, and you start dealing with people that are helpless, and and not helpless because they're disabled, because I understand disability. You know, I understand people that are disabled and things like that that actually genuinely need the help. But if you're a perfectly willing, mindful person who went to school, went to college, maybe even running your own business... Don't put that wall up like you can't learn something. Don't don't expect people to take your hand and guide you through life because you have to be self-sufficient. You know, and that's something that drives me nuts. People that aren't self-sufficient, that just don't want to do anything for themselves. That pisses me off. And and I guess that's where it comes from with work. And it's just like everybody you feel like is just an idiot in life and you're the smart person. Maybe that's where the narcissism part kicks in. I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not a I'm not a genius. I'm just a guy who talks to you like a regular guy and that's exactly what we all are in this world. I'm not going to speak above you like these other podcasts do. I'm not going to go out there and use these terms and phrases and words that you never even heard of before and you have to use a fucking encyclopedia or dictionary after this podcast is done to learn what the hell they said. 
I'm not going to have guests come on that are fucking PhDs and shit because everyone that's listening to this, no one has a PhD, I'm sure. But if you do, welcome for listening. Thank you. Let me know what the fuck's wrong with me. But, um, yeah, like, I like podcasts where people talk to each other, like, regularly, you know? But anyway, uh, let's just move on a little bit here and go on to the final chapter of the podcast. Can you be free and how to achieve freedom from everyone, at least for me and for people like me? You, you, you got to first come up with a goal in life. What keeps you doing what you're doing and how do you get out of it? And this is just any for anything in life, not just work, but for any situation. For me, I do like my job and, and you know, I, I, I like to do this. I'm, I'm very good at what I do, so I'm not worried about my performance. My performance is great. So it's like for me, I mean, I, I have certain worries in life. Being a person that suffers from extreme anxiety and depression and bipolar and all this other bullshit, at least it's what the doctor told me years ago that I spoke with. Um, my biggest worry is, is my mortgage because you never want to be out in the street. You, that's just the worst feeling in the world. That happened to me when I was a teenager. And that was when I, I uh, and I'll tell this story in the future, just a quick cliff note on it. I uh, went to Fort Lauderdale thinking I can just up and leave one day. I told my mom, mom, I'm leaving to go to Fort Lauderdale. I'll see you guys in a few years. Up and left. And I was, you know, and that was my plan to li- live on the beach, find a beach job. And when you're 18 years old, that's a fucking <laughs> great idea. Sure enough, that got put right back in my face. It didn't work out too well. And I came back home like two weeks later or some shit like that. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's not cool being on the streets. It's a very lonely life. It's not something you want to do, especially when you have a family. So, I mean, that's where the root of my of my worries comes from. It's just getting the mortgage paid. And we got a house at a really good deal. I just want this fucking mortgage paid off. And in order to do that, I had to knock some other things out of my life. Out like uh, like debt and things like that. Just, just like small things, like credit card bills. And those are going to be paid off this year. Hooray me. Hooray us. You know, we're, we did a really good job uh, talking about, you know, the, the future and things like that. And what we want out of life. And that's my major thing. I want to get my mortgage paid at the rate that I'm going right now. My current place, place of employment, employment, blah, blah, blah. I learned how to speak motherfucker. I could probably have this knocked out in about three years. If I was really disciplined and we stuck to a game plan and I think we can do it because my wife and I are just, I mean, we're getting up there in age. I mean, we're not like old people by any means, but we're, we're, we're getting to a point in life now where it's like, the future's there. We're building toward for it now. And what I really want to do is just take life easy because nothing lasts forever. And eventually we're going to die. No one knows when their expiration date's going to come. Um, it's just like enjoy life while you can, the way you want to live it. And I know how I want to live life. And for me, the challenge is getting to that point where I can live life the way I want it. And I got a three-year plan and where I, I know what I want to do and I know how to do it. I just have to get up and fucking do it. So it's very possible. And hopefully it happens soon. Um, by the time I'm 40, I want to have, you know, a nice firm grasp where I'm like in the final stretch, like I'm rounding third and going home. That's what I want. And that's for me would be freedom because then I can pick and choose how and when I want to co, you know, conversate with people or, you know, mingle or anything like that. I mean, to me, that is the true definition of freedom is living life the way you want to live it. And I've talked about it before, but this is something that I feel passionate about and I'll talk about it again. Um, for me and for you, you know, can be different, but for me, it's basically, uh, you know, getting the mortgage paid. Once I pay that off, everything's going to be cool. You know, everything's gonna be cool. Uh, we can live life the way we want to live it, work where you want to work, do what you want to do and just pick your spots in life. Luckily down here in South Carolina, taxes are very cheap on a house. I mean, mine is like 400 a year, which is fucking incredible. Um, yeah, it's, it's basically just getting to that point in life where I can do exactly what I want to do. 
and I see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's going to take a little bit of work to get there, but I'm okay. I mean, I'm, I'm 36 years old. So there you go. The age is out there. 36 years old. If I can do this by 40, 41 years old, I'd, I'd be extremely happy and grateful because I'd be a young man still and I'd be able to live the rest of my life doing what I want to do. And I know that would change me because my biggest worry would be gone. I'm sure it would be replaced by another one, but it would not be anywhere near as big. But it's like just seeing people in the situation that they're in, there is a little bit of jealousy involved because I talk to people every day at my place of employment that I work at and I won't tell you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, and people, they, they seem truly happy. There's a special glow about them when they talk about it, you know, and it's, it's, it's just nice to see, you know, that there, that there is a genuine happiness that comes involved with taking the biggest thing out of life, you know, like you, you always want to have a place to rest your head and you want to take care of that first. And it seems like the people that have that, the place that I want to get to, they're genuinely happy. And I know I'd feel the same way. So I'm hoping that would possibly change the way I feel about people in life and hopefully get me over that hump and just making me a better person overall. And that, and that's the goal in life. I really want to be a good person. And I am a good person. I just want to be able to be social again, if that's possible. I don't know if, if it is. You know, there's there's only a few people in life that I can actually see myself like opening up to and inviting, you know, to hang out at my house, maybe, if, you know, and maybe even meeting the family. I, I, I'm just very protective of that part of my life because I don't want anyone in it because I'm happy with the way things are. But there's a couple people I wouldn't mind sharing life with, like sharing a piece of my life with, rather. Hey, come over and play a couple of video games. Hey, come play a board game with the family. Bring your girlfriend, bring your wife over, you know. Let's have a cookout, you know. I, I, I kind of miss that a little bit, but there's, like, no one in my life currently, except for, like, a couple of people that I would actually allow that. You know, hey, come over and have a fucking marijuana gummy or something. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Um, I don't know. I think I babbled enough about this. I'll see. I'll, you know, I'm going to table this for another day because... Right now, like I've I've gone on enough about this whole situation, and I know where I need to get, and I know what I want out of life. It's just basically getting there, and this year is the beginning. This is basically I'm swinging that the pitch is going by right now, and I've connected on one of them, and I'm just waiting for it to land to see how many bases I can take. And then once I find what base I land on, and how much more work I need to put in, and I've got a good number in my head based off the you know the numbers I've been doing. I, I, I really do think I can have my goal accomplished in three years of becoming financially independent where I can not have to worry about things in life. The way I used to. I mean, there's always going to be worries, but not the major one. The major one I just want because I want to be able to just live without worrying about a lot of shit, you know, and being able to pick my spots in life. That's basically what I want. That's what anybody wants. I don't want to be a millionaire. I just want to pick my spots, you know, and on that note, I'm going to say, fuck this part of my life. <laughs> I'll get there eventually, and so will you guys. I mean, you guys just got to pick a plan in life and realistically get there, a realistic plan. You're not going to hit the lottery, probably, and if you do, congratulations. I'll give you my address. You can send me some money. But, um, yeah, pick realistic goals in your life and stick to them, and eventually you, you'll get them done. And then once you get that, move to the next goal in life, and then after that, move to the next small goal in life. And by then, you'll be done and ready to retire, you know? And that's the way everybody wants to be. But I'm on, on that note, I'm going to table it. I'm going to give you a quick little update on keto. So I started keto um, January this year. was It wasn't a New Year's resolution. It was something I've been working towards for a while, trying to get healthier and lose some weight. And It's just, it's just like I've, I, I've really gained a lot of weight over the past few years. I used to be in shape. I used to do wrestling and shit like that. I used to be, I used to be in really good shape. I used to be shredded, you know. I used to be thin, nice muscle tone, all that shit, you know. I used, I used to look good. I used to have a good body at least, you know. And 
yeah, I, I, I gained a lot of weight over the years, just being lazy, becoming a father and, you know, uh, not going out as much and being as active and things like that really took a toll on my body. So, I mean, I don't blame anybody but myself for that. I let myself fall out of it. Bought a treadmill a few years back, never really used it much, you know, like occasionally got into it for like a week and stopped for a year. One of those things, but um, I learned about keto and how good it is for losing weight, and it's been fantastic. I mean, I've been intermittent fasting, so what I do is I, I don't eat uh, except for the hours of 12 to 8 Eastern time, I obviously, and that's 12 to 8 afternoon to 8 at night. And it's like I stopped eating as much. Um, I don't eat sugar anymore. This, everything's everything's no sugar. The drinks I have and food I eat, very, very little salt anymore, things like that. No junk food, no candy, I, soda. I cut that all out of my life. And when I started the keto diet, I checked the scale, and I was a little over 250, 250 pounds, that is. And I checked it yesterday morning, and I was right in between 215 and 220. So, I mean, that's like 40 pounds damn near of, of weight lost in like a month. And that's incredible, man. I mean, holy shit. I'm not looking for applause here or anything like that, but I feel really good. I feel excellent. The best I've ever felt, actually, in, in years. And I wake up in the morning. I got a little extra jump. You know, I'm not, like, energetic by any means, but I have more energy. Um, I'm not really hungry as much anymore. Uh, sometimes I will get really hungry, and, I'll, but I, and it'll be like, holy shit, I got to wait till 12 o'clock to eat or... You know, and then I'll wait till 12 and then eat from 12 to 8, obviously. Not constantly, but that's my little window. And uh, at first it was tough to quit the sugar because that's the most addicting thing on the planet besides cigarettes probably. and hey, Probably even more so, actually. But, um, yeah, I, I just feel good. My stomach's... I don't have the stomach problems I used to have. I used to have, like, a really upset stomach a lot of the times. That's gone. Um, don't have, like, random chest pains or anything like that anymore. I don't feel bloated all the time. My jeans fit a lot better. I actually bought a pair of jeans the other day, and they were about four sizes smaller than the jeans I had before, and now the waist on these are getting a little loose, so I'm like, this is great, just keep going, baby, keep going. Uh, like, 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 thigh fat is now gone, like, my legs are, like, almost the way they used to be. Uh, my stomach has still got a little bit of work, a little bit of beer belly from the old drinking days, you know, that's, that's going away. Um, it's, it's, it's just a good feeling seeing things go in the right direction, and I know it's, a lot of it's probably water weight, but I mean, you know, that's gone, and now he's just working on the fat now. The fat part's got to go. But it'll be gone. I, I can promise you that. I can promise myself that. And then with that, it should hopefully come a better mindset that ties in everything else we talked about in this podcast. Um, if anybody's got any questions about anything, you can always email at MyrtleBeachNerds at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on Twitter at MyrtleBeachNerd. I think I'm going to leave things like that for this week. You know, I just want to put out a little podcast to stay on schedule. I've been promising you guys some content every couple of weeks. But yeah, um, keep posting those five-star reviews and leaving comments. And please send some emails because we got a podcast coming Friday. We'd like to introduce a little um, mailbag segment. So yeah, send something out there because I'm because you know we're we're ready for it and we're trying to make this podcast successful. The only way we're going to get there is by a little bit of help from our fans. And I know we got a few out there in different parts of the country because I've seen a few of you guys logging in, things like that. I can check that through podcast analytics. It doesn't really tell where, but weird hours of the night we're getting a lot of hits. We appreciate every single one of them, man. You guys are great. And, uh, yeah, this is Myrtle Beach Nerd signing off here. Just please keep them coming, man. Keep the hits coming. And uh, pass the podcast wherever your social medias are. And just say, hey, listen, check this guy out. He's he's just a regular guy, you know. You know we don't need any celebrities or millionaires trying to tell you about their fucking spinning habits, which pisses me off. Oh, man, that might be my next one. Yeah, that'll be my next podcast. Like, fucking, why do we fucking put these millionaires on a pedestal and keep them there? Fuck him. They got money, you don't. 
Stop fucking putting money in their pockets. Stop lying in their fucking pockets, man. That's my next podcast. All right, guys. This is the Myrtle Beach Nerd signing off. Have a good one, people. Talk to you Friday.